So one thing I did notice in the trailer is that the Empire still seems alive and well. It may be smaller, reduced, we don't know, right? But there's the Imperial symbol with all of those stormtroopers in front of it. Yeah. And it could have been that that's just the new government and maybe that it was an incorporation of the rebels and whatever was left of the Empire or whatever. But then we later see that the rebel symbol is still with the fighter pilot, the X-wing yep. pilot. So it'll be interesting to see if this is like a small faction of the Empire that's still left, or if really blowing up that last Death Star was just one more battle. Yeah, it's like at the tip of the Empire iceberg. Right, exactly. Yeah. I feel like there's some sort of new order established from the remnants of the Empire, because whether or not the Imperial leadership has been destroyed, you have to imagine there's still quite a, a few Imperial loyalists out in the galaxy who aren't ready Absolutely. to give up the fight. And, it, it, you know, I won't go into the extended universe books because they're not canon anymore, but certainly that was the case in those books. Mm. It, it's only it was, logical. Yeah, it was something like nine years or something after the return of the Jedi that the Empire actually lost their, their main home planet. So, I mean, it was, it was an extended time after that. I mean, we even see a shot of some of the TIE fighters shooting into a hangar with stormtroopers yeah maybe it's just a hijacked tie fighter or maybe there's like some in- internal conflict too yeah Who knows? i was talking to somebody recently and they pointed out i mean obviously in the first trailer and i want to say you see it again in this one john boyega wearing a stormtrooper yeah. costume so yes yes you wonder if yeah there's more of those shenanigans going yeah, on with his I, character i think he confirmed at celebration that his character was a stormtrooper I don't want to know anymore. You know what I mean? Like one of the our, our friends over at FilmNerds.com, mm-hmm. they've launched this new podcast series, Film Nerds Unlimited, which I'll talk about a little bit later. They talk about this trailer and they point out how the first shot of this new trailer, I can't remember if they say this or another thing, that's all I needed to see. Yeah, I'm absolutely. sold. I don't need to see anything else. I don't need to hear anything else. I will be in that theater day one. So we talk, you know, we're talking about trailers that emotionally impacted us. It certainly did the first time I watched it. The second time I watched it, I watched it with the audience. Yeah. Uh, sounds in the trailer, and that sort of elevated it to a next level to hear. I haven't done that yet. Yeah, you should. You should do it because you you hear like, okay, these people are responding the same way that I was responding, and when you first see that crashed Star Destroyer, that's awesome, man. Yeah. I mean, it's something that you feel like you never would have seen in the prequels. It feels almost like something you never would have seen in the original film. It's it's almost seems like hey this is sort of a new thing yeah but it's it's definitely paying homage it to the feels old feels like star wars right right like Absolutely. in the movie doesn't necessarily share the visual style or many of the traits at all with the original trilogy which are right. very like basically and statically shot right this movie the camera is moving already well i think i think that has just as much to do with modern technology as as abram's style but but even in the prequels you know lucas and his filmmaking style is camera yeah and shooting he shot it the same way things and the camera doesn't really move right that much right it's just pretty old-fashioned regardless though even if it looks and sounds not really sounds different but you still get that feeling that you love and that you remember yeah. about the original movies and I watched it with the audience too on YouTube or whatever it was, and 
And I know that you, you just mentioned that the only shot or moment in the trailer that doesn't work for you as, as well as the rest of it is when we see Harrison Ford and Chewbacca. But that moment when the crowd sees it and just like loses it. It's definitely, it makes it better. It's awesome. Moment. Oh my God. I, I, yeah. I wish they would have just had their faces and not said anything. I, yeah. I don't even know. Watching that moment, it's like reminds you of being in like a football stadium and like, yeah. you know, your team scores a touchdown and the place just goes crazy. Right. It's just a great feeling. I'm yeah. interested also in the Chrome Stormtrooper, what that me- is, means. Yeah. I think I've heard, but I won't tell you. No, no, is no. I won't stop, stop hearing. Stop reading well, scripts. We're gonna stop read reading. I, it's just like who that character is. Well, it's interesting because we know who the cast is, right? Like right. We know all of we these d- names. Right. And there are still names, and I won't even mention them here, so I don't want to put it in people's heads, but like we didn't see them in this trailer. Right. Right? So of, we, still, yeah, we, we still don't even know who they're playing. So much we still don't. And that's what I'm most anxious to really see with this Star Wars. What they do with the story. You know, like where could it go after the last, you know, of the original trilogy? That to me is I, the I don't most think I don't think it's going to have much part. to do with that. Yeah. I, I think that's sort of the beauty is that we're, we're introducing new characters. Yes, and that's awesome. It's, a, it's 30 years later, right? So the background information will certainly be different, but we're not... We're not on the same quest, or well, maybe we are. I guess we don't know. But it, it, if we're on the same quest to destroy the empire, it's with a different set of people. It's with a different set of circumstances, yeah. and it can be done in a completely different way. Yeah, and one of the the X factors here is reintroducing the characters of Luke Skywalker and Leia and Han Solo and Chewbacca, obviously. And and I think a big challenge that J.J. Abrams is going to have is wrangling these actors and getting good performances out of them, especially a guy like Harrison Ford who hasn't seemed to care all that much about the trade in the films that he's a part of. I mean, there are exceptions to be made for sure. I even thought he was good in The Expendables 3. It's been a while since Harrison Ford has truly been Harrison Ford, and you hope that J.J. Abrams is able to sort of re-bottle that magic with Han Solo of all performances, you know, in all characters. Yeah. You thought he was good in The Expendables 3? I, I'm grasping at straws here and trying to find something good about Harrison Ford again. He He's kept his hair. <laughs> he did, I guess. That's good. Yeah, sure. This trailer had the first sort of reference to those old characters, but really only to Chewbacca and Han and then Luke, who we don't see directly. We think we probably see a little bit of him, maybe his, maybe his hand, yeah. and we get the voiceover. And it'll be interesting to see what he's been up to of 30 years of being the only Jedi. Maybe he's no longer the only Jedi. We'll see. Well, obviously, somebody has the Force because he's talking to them about it. Yeah, But that doesn't mean they're Jedi. They That's may, true. They may just I, like have a, a the same way Luke was in episode four. Yeah, right, where right. He, there, there's the potential for it. Yeah. How yeah. have we not mentioned the Darth Vader helmet? Yeah. <laughs> Because we don't know what it means. Like, why is there a Darth Vader helmet this far? It's like, after? I mean, my, I mean, it seems like somebody went to Endor or the moon of Endor. Yeah, actually, you're and, right. And found that funeral pyre. And then the question is, why? Why did they go do that? That is the question, Andrew. That is the question. And I mean, ostensibly, Darth Vader made a turn to the light side before he died, so he's not going to be like some sort of ghost who's training Sith right on the on planet and, of Endor. Although that's something you would have seen in the extended universe for sure. Okay, do you hear the word Sith in the original trilogy at all? Yeah. Yeah. But they don't they really say Sith. They do, it? but they don't really say what it means, I don't think. Okay. I have a hard time remembering. I mean, exactly. I feel like you only hear it in Return of the Jedi. 
I don't think you hear it. You don't hear it in the first one. You may not say. hear it in the first one. I think you probably do hear it in, in Empire. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I was going to say, if you don't, then, you know, they could just leave that out this time, too, if they want, you know? Any traces well, of the original, be, or, uh, of the prequels, it's like, like I want to... Sith I, can just mean bad Jedi. That, I want to, like... That's all it has to mean. Yeah, yeah I want to break things when I hear the word Padawan, you know? Yeah, like, understandably. I just, yeah, I want to just, like, destroy Padawan something. Padawan learner. Yes, yeah. and when I see like a rat tail coming out of the side of somebody's head, what about younglings? Does that word bother you? It's just you know everything about it. Just it makes me sick. And, and you know the only good thing that came out of the trilogy, you know, aside from a handful of moments, maybe from the third movie or first with the lightsaber battle, is the two D animated Clone Wars special that that was really good. Gindy Tartakovsky, the guy who makes Samurai Jack and everything yep. that he directed. Th- those are awesome, and I revisited those this past week. And they take any shred of potential that that ridiculous storyline had and those ridiculous movies had and make something so entertaining out of it. Just to show you that in the right hands, even crap like this can be cool. I thought you were going to say the best thing to come out of the the prequel trilogy was Dexter Jetster, the (laughs) four-armed greasy spoon diner owner (laughs) Obi-Wan talks to in episode two. That's right. I know his name. I'm an adult man. God, you're fired. Yeah. (laughs) That counts as my resignation from Aspect Radio. (laughs) 